0: Coming up on the Keto Camp podcast, we welcome Chrissy and Dwayne Schofield.
1: You don't know how many things you were avoiding altogether when you're not feeling good and all the way. You know, like there's so many invitations, so many pool parties, so many, you know, you're just like, oh, you know, I think I'm good. I'm just going to. Just gonna stay you know and all of a sudden you when you feel good about yourself and you you feel you look good you are way more open and to doing whatever's going on and you're like yeah sure mm-hmm. let's, let's go let's you know so you live a better lifestyle just mentally when you feel good but let alone actually getting all these health issues erased
0: Welcome back to the Keto Camp podcast. I'm your host, Ben Azadi, from from best bestselling author of three books and the founder of Keto Camp. Super excited to bring on Chrissy and Dwayne. They're going to share such inspirational stories. Their pain to purpose. They struggled with health challenges for many, many years, not just being overweight, but brain fog, skin issues, autoimmune disease. And Chrissy's story is really interesting because she went from being a vegan, a vegetarian, to actually going carnivore. And her results are just phenomenal. You're gonna hear all about that. And then Dwayne's story is also inspirational. He had so many symptoms and issues like kidney stone attacks and acid reflux and asthma that landed him in the hospital one time, eczema patches, low energy, low libido. And then he discovered the carnivore diet and oh my so you're going to learn all about the carnivore diet some of the tips of the trade if you're interested in doing carnivore or you're doing it right now and you want to enhance the results on carnivore they're going to share with you some of the things that they have implemented on their carnivore journey to really help heal their body we're going to discuss omega-6 versus omega-3 portion size on carnivore how to overcome diarrhea and constipation on carnivore how to have conversations with your friend and family members letting them know, hey, I just eat nothing but meat right now. (laughs) So it's a fun conversation. You're gonna love it. You're gonna be inspired, sit back and enjoy. Before I bring them on, I wanna thank you so much for choosing the Keto Camp podcast out of all the podcasts out there. You chose this one. We are super grateful. Thank you for helping us achieve a top 15 status in the alternative health category in the United States. You really are amazing for listening to the show. I just wanna thank you so much. I wanna take a minute here to get to the Apple Podcast rating and review of the day. This is a five-star review from JR007 titled Keto Helpful and a Must Listen. The Keto Camp Podcast is a great listen because it's informative and easy to digest and understand and practical to follow. It's beneficial for those who are new to the keto lifestyle or for those already committed to it. Personally, keto has helped improve my health as it continues to evolve and getting better. I want to stay on top of the latest findings, and this podcast helps me do this. The pace of the podcast is also good and always seems to have an appropriate duration. Highly recommend. JR007, thank you so much for that amazing, amazing review. I love that you're staying on top of your game and you're continuously learning because research comes out every single month on keto and fasting, and it's awesome that you're keeping up with that. So I love that you are committed to your, your health and good job listening to the show. Thanks for leaving that rating and review. If you have not left the Keto Camp podcast, a rating or a review yet, please do so on Apple podcast. And when you do take a screenshot, send that screenshot to support at ketocamp.com with their shipping address in the United States only. I will sign a paperback copy of my best-selling fasting book and send it to you, mail it to you as a thank you for leaving an honest rating and review. I have an exciting new online program that I just launched. It's called the KetoCamp membership. With your KetoCamp membership, you'll get access to over 50 videos teaching you keto, intermittent fasting, and other areas of health. You're also gonna get access to a private Facebook group, exclusive live stream Q and A's with me, a monthly newsletter with some of my favorite keto biohacks. You'll get digital downloads for a keto smoothie recipe, my best selling fasting book, my best selling sleep book. You're going to get a grocery shopping list, my Keto Camp blueprint, which is an aisle by aisle instruction for keto, how to get clean keto foods and stay away from the dirty keto foods. There's vegan meal plans for keto, there's regular meal plans for keto. And you'll get all of this, which is valued at over $2,580. You'll get all of this for guess what? One monthly payment of $5. That's right, it's not a joke. That's the actual price of the program. $5 per month, canceling time. You can get access to the Keto Camp membership. I encourage you to go to www.startketocamp.com. Remember, camp is spelled with a K www.startketocamp.com and get access for $5, start burning fat, get coaching, get assistance. And I want to see you in the Keto Camp membership. We'll put a link for this as well in the podcast notes. Can't wait to see you in there and help you burn some fat. I want to briefly take a break here and let you know about my favorite coffee in the world. Look, I'm a coffee snob for good reasons, because the right coffee source can be healing to the body, can reduce inflammation and result in weight loss. The wrong coffee beans could actually increase inflammation, cause weight loss resistance and sabotage your keto results. There was a recent study in the Canadian Journal of Physiology and Pharmacology that showed caffeine intake from coffee beans could actually increase fatty acid production and help the participants produce more ketones. Most coffee beans are loaded with pesticides and contaminants and even mold. This is why I love my friends over at Purity Coffee. Hands down the best coffee beans I have ever tried. I have my delicious cup of Purity Coffee in the morning with some grass-fed ghee and MCT oil, and it turns my brain right on and helps my body produce ketones. Purity Coffee is organic, pesticide-free. These beans are specialty-grade, and you could get this coffee shipped straight to your door in nitrogen-flushed bags, roastery fresh. Since you are a listener to the Keto Camp podcast, we have worked out an exclusive coupon code for you to check out Purity Coffee. Head over to www.puritycoffee.com ketocampcoffee.com use ketocamp at checkout to get 10% off your order again that is www.ketocampcoffee.com use the coupon code ketocamp at checkout for 10% off your bag of coffee beans remember camp is spelled with a k well all right let's talk all things carnivore with Chrissy and Dwayne Chrissy and Dwayne Schofield a husband and wife They're a team who have become passionate about optimizing their health and sharing their self-experimentation and biohacking animal-based nutrition journey with others. They are the host of the Our Infinite Health podcast, and they have an awesome Instagram page at Our Infinite Health. Hey, you two. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing outstanding. How are you two doing today?
1: We are outstanding as well. It was actually a really, really warm day. Actually, I think I got some vitamin D today. We're in Canada, <laughs> as you know, so yeah, those days we are kind of numbered. Yeah,
2: when we can. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, today, trying to get what I could. So. That's
0: awesome. I got some vitamin D too. I was up on my rooftop today. I did a a light workout. I had pulled my back a few days ago, so I I couldn't walk for two days actually. Today was the first day that I was able to do some activity. I did a light workout on the rooftop, but I'm in Miami and it's pretty much sunny here every day. So (laughs) I could take advantage of that any day. So you two have incredible stories that I'm aware of, but I don't think my audience, most of my audience, are not aware of. And I'd love for you both to share. We'll start with Chrissy to share. Your backstory on some of your struggles with health, and then how you got into carnivore, and then Dwayne could pick it up uh, right from there. So go ahead, Chrissy. uh, I'd love to hear about that.
2: Sure, I'll try not to make it too long. Um, So just so everybody knows, uh, I I do have a background in health. I was actually I'm formerly a dietitian. So you know, health and nutrition was always something that I was interested in. You know, I followed the quote unquote balanced diet for years, probably ever since I was a teenager. You know, I worked as a lifeguard, so really always interested in in health. And I actually became a personal trainer as well. So I guess it would have been, I can't remember the year right now anymore, but I discovered, I transitioned to the vegan diet after I'd finished school. Uh, and it was kind of just sort of as a result of, of like a lot of people, uh, findings in Netflix documentaries and kind of getting sucked in by, by those, or, or I guess, you know, scared into believing that this was the best choice for my, for my health at the time. And, you know, with nutri- my my studies, they were pushing towards more a plant-based diet. So uh, I, I thought that it was the best thing, for, best thing for my health. So I became a vegan and actually, it was actually Dwayne actually <laughs> became a vegan first.
0: Which is the opposite of what you're doing now, by the way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, it's not one of my proudest moments, but I mean, I, I'm glad we went through it because had we not gone through there, we wouldn't be able to speak to the difference as much as we can, you know? So it was, yeah. as much as it wasn't the best thing we ever did. For how long were you vegans? So
2: Dwayne last is, yeah, Six not weeks. super long
1: for me. <laughs> Six weeks? Yeah, that's not too long.
2: <laughs> yeah, he didn't like it. He didn't like it. I was raw vegan at first. So, I mean, oh, wow. You no, know, he didn't really like it. Not having cold food all the time, but I was vegan for two years. And then I was a vegetarian for three years after that. So, a total of five years. Did you
0: notice at the beginning that you felt better, like the first few weeks or months? Did you feel better in the beginning?
2: That's yeah, in the first year. I did feel better. The first year. Okay here i mean i can't really exactly you know remember but, when it when it was but we were
1: also coming from you know virtually basically a standard american diet too mm-hmm. you know so it's not like we were you know we weren't really health fanatics at that time when we you know it was another one of those times where we were like okay we need to get our health under control here and that seemed like a really great way to do it you mm-hmm. know so but yeah. we we both didn't have it really a lot of issues at the time it's just maybe we'd you know, put a little bit of weight and we thought, okay, let's let's turn things around and oh, well, this seems like this is the way to do it. Yeah,
2: well, I had actually competed in fitness competitions for several years before this too so but the way of doing it back then was you just cut out calories you did a ton of cardio that was really it so I probably had put on some weight after that because a lot of competitors do that they fluctuate with with weight uh, up and down so yeah I did feel better in the first place but who knows you know the veganism is a fasting mimicking diet. So a lot of people feel great with fast, you know, fasting is great for a lot of things, you know, in t- autophagy and things like that. So who knows, it could have been something in that um, case. But I mean, like Dwayne said, I didn't really have many health conditions before I was I was healthy, other than, you know, maybe having a little weight that I wanted to lose. And because I was coaching clients and myself, and I wanted to compete, I wanted to do it as a, as a vegan. So it was sort of like I was determined to, to compete to show that you didn't need to eat very much protein as a lot of plants vegans. powered. Exactly. So I was very determined to do that. You know, I took a course in plant based nutrition. And so I was really like, you know, set out to, to prove that I could that I could do it as a vegan. But I guess it was probably after my first year that my health started to really decline. Um, You know, I started to notice that I was tired all the time. I developed interstitial cystitis, a chronic bladder condition. And then that's sort of when my pain started fibromyalgia. And it really kind of started in my neck, um, neck and shoulders. And, you know, before long, it was just full blown, all my joints to the point that I didn't want to get out of bed in the morning. I developed started developing eczema, so I never had issues with my skin. Uh, you know, my scalp is sort of where it started first, and and then um, other places. I started getting uh, nutritional deficiencies, so um, my vitamin D was extremely low, my iron was very low, and I was supplementing with B twelve and I was taking you know, a, a multivitamin a vegan multivitamin, but that just still didn't seem to be working.
0: Did you stop all of your training at this point?
2: Yeah, well, not at that point, but it was probably within, sometime within my second year that I felt like because of the fibromyalgia, I just did not, I couldn't do what I, I loved working out and I couldn't do what I used to be able to do. So, yeah, so because of the pain and because I was just so tired and I developed some other things, um, hormonal um, issues as well and uh, brain fog as well. And then within that, after that, that second year was sort of when I was like, okay, well, I need to do something about this. I was still determined. I wanted to make the vegan diet work because I thought it was the best thing for my health and for, you know, the environment. and For
0: the world. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Because it became about more than just my health afterwards, you know, as it does with most vegans. So I started to see a naturopath and she was actually a vegan herself. So I wanted to go to somebody that I felt was an expert in that. And uh, she put me on a couple of supplements. Eventually though, she said, you sh- maybe you should start adding some animal foods back in your diet. And I really didn't want to, but I did reluctantly. And so I started off with eggs. I did that for a year because at this point my iron was very low. And then I added back in fish and I did that for another year. And then I back dairy as well because I, I I had some issues. I knew I had some issues with dairy before, so I really kind of resulted as that as sort of the last thing, while still you know being a, a vegetarian.
0: When you added in the eggs, did you immediately feel a difference?
2: I did. Yeah, I did feel like energy energy wise, I did feel feel better, but I still definitely did not feel as good as, as I do today. So there was still something that I was eating in there that mm-hmm. was causing, you know, my inflammation.
0: Which we'll get to, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. So kind of how it all stopped was one night, actually, Dwayne was cooking, it was in the summertime, cooking uh, burgers. And up to this point, I really didn't crave meat, even though before I was a vegan, my favorite food was steak, still is.
0: What? Which type, which kind of cut of steak? Oh, prime rib. Prime rib, hundred percent.
2: Mm. Yeah, <laughs> but during that time when I was a vegan and vegetarian, I I really had grossed myself out because of it because I was thinking obviously of the animals and some other things that I had told myself about meat. So I didn't crave it up until that point. Like you could cook bacon and I wouldn't. It wouldn't bother me at all. I didn't want to have it. But that night that he was cooking the the burger, I just had this or- overwhelming feeling that I needed to eat one. And I didn't even really like burgers that much. Like it wasn't my meat of choice before this. So Dwayne was like,
1: what? Is- yeah, it, it was quite shocking. Was I was like, man. you know, these are beef burgers, right? <laughs> and she was like, yeah. But that at that point, as I, as I was saying it, I was like, don't, you know, like, don't, don't try to stop her, you know? Like, right, yeah. Because if anyone, you know, tries to eat a completely different diet in one household, it, it's difficult. So, you know, I was, mm-hmm. I was ready for her to come back to eating meat just because you know it makes life choosing restaurants easier going out and things like mm-hmm. that so i forced him to eat a
2: lot of vegetarian foods yeah so. i mean I,
1: yeah like yeah so we went a lot of vegetarian restaurants or vegan restaurants during that time and so I, you know so when she was ready to come back to meat i was not going to complain
0: mm-hmm. you know? right you're like oh yes thank god <laughs> so your body was craving the the red meat i mean you have this innate intelligence that wanted the actual meat so you feasted that night on meat
2: yes yeah and it was amazing. And I had so much energy that night that I couldn't sleep. So, and no digestive issues. Like some people um, approach us now, you know, wondering, cause they're thinking about adding meat back in. I had no issues digestion wise. So yeah, I felt amazing. So I, I figured, okay, my body is telling me something. I'm obviously missing something. My iron's low. So I'm craving this, this meat. And I tried other things by the way, like in terms of I was supplementing. And so So I added the meat back in and before long, my iron, I didn't have to take supplements anymore. My iron had had balanced out. So it was a, you know, definitely a realization that, okay, like I did everything right. It's not like I ate, you know, vegan junk foods. I did eat a balanced, like whole food, you know, vegan diet. I had the knowledge to know what to do properly. I took the course you know, I saw people, but it didn't work for me. But of course, a vegan would say you didn't do it right.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, I know it's a great share because like you said, Duane, you've been there. I mean, you only did six weeks, but she was there for over two years, but you both did it. My story is very similar. I was a vegan for a year and a half after uh, reading the China study back in 2012 before I knew how to... uh, understand studies. It's not even a study. It's just a whole bunch of uh, survey studies and, and correlations but not causations. But anyways, I was a vegan for a year and a half and my health also declined, but I put myself in that box. And I think anytime you identify yourself and put yourself in a box, then trouble comes your way. So I love that you did it I love that you transitioned away from it. And I also broke my vegan diet with eggs as well. I didn't do it for a whole year. I did it for one week and then I started to add other foods. But that's what I did. I went from veganism to the keto lifestyle back in 2013. Okay, interesting. So we'll get to how you discovered carnivore. Before we do, I want to hear Dwayne's story. So what about you, Dwayne? What's your backstory?
1: I was an athlete originally, you know, in my 20s and up and throughout. uh, And then I coached and so so athletics was you know, part of my life, and so therefore, you know, I was able probably to maintain a decent body physique with, you know, diet didn't really factor that much because I was so active. But as you get older and you're not doing these things anymore, then you know, if you're not eating a good diet, they really catch up to you. So, you know, I gained a lot of weight. I was 218 pounds, and for reference, I'm like around, you know, I stay around 150, 155 now. You know, so. But from birth, I did have a number of issues. You know, so as a basically, well, I was from the time I was weaned, I, got, I developed the triad they call it. The I had asthma, allergies, and eczema, hmm. and so as a kid, I was on a ventilator, not the ventilator, you know, the just a mask, you know, the, right? Yeah, and I was on you know asthma medication all growing up, uh, all my life until you know in my 30s, 40s, uh, still having to keep those prescriptions going. I was on um, taking, uh, what is it, Uh, antihistamines like daily for allergies and the eczema, it was so bad that it was just kind of bloody and raw and it just seemed to get worse as I was getting older. So, my two worst spots were on the backs of my legs and just behind my knees and they were raw. And they were kind of unsightly embarrassing, you know, when you're sitting around a pool and walking around, you, you have these two things, you know, you didn't want to be in the water because you pe- thought people would be like, oh, like that's gross, he's in the water. You know, so those were really embarrassing. And I had tried a number of different things to fix the eczema. I was told, you know, oh, it's probably dairy. So I stopped eating dairy and that didn't do anything. Oh, it's probably junk food, cut out junk food. and. There was a number of different things that I would go on for a while, and none of those things had any bearing on it. They would it would it would just be it was as it was. And so everything kind of came to a a culmination. I was 41, I was super out of shape. My eczema was worse than it's ever been. It you know went from just being on my legs to my I was getting new spots on my face right here, and my nose on either side was always raw, and and then I started getting psoriasis or whatever on my scalp. Then I started developing kidney stones. I was having kidney stones on a regular basis. My dad had them. So I just figured, okay, this is what happens when you turn 40. You know, you just have these kidney stones. But I started having them so often that I ended up in the hospital, having some of them removed. And it was almost like every other month I would have another kidney stone. So this was like not sustainable. They were happening like on vacations and things like that and really inopportune time. I had heartburn that was really, really bad that would, you know, if anyone has ever had really bad heartburn, it can, you know, you get these bad chest pains and you go to the hospital and they all of a sudden, you know, assume the worst. And so that happened a couple of times and again on vacation. Wow. And um, Chrissy's often better at remembering some of my uh, some of my things <laughs> tonight. But... You probably intentionally forget it on, pur- on purpose. It's no, like it's been two years now of like almost two years now of feeling you know, so good that, you, you know, I was like, oh yeah, like that used to be in my life. Actually, you know, another thing that, you know, I, and this is, you know, it's not the most pleasant, but I had IBS tr- tremendously bad. It's the point where, you know, I, I enjoy like outdoor activities, like, you know, ATVing in the woods and snowmobiling in the, in the back country and skiing in back country, all these things. I had to, always carry toilet paper on any time I went anywhere because I just never knew when I was just gonna it, it, like it would hit and it would be like no now now's the time you know not like okay well next uh, turn off I'm gonna get off and use the bathroom no it was just oh man it's coming now you know and that was for years and it was like I thought that was normal life you know like wow. I knew it was yeah for both of you that sucks I knew it was extreme but I still thought this was just the way my life was just because it'd been that way so long you know so there was all these things I had you know that I just thought were power for the course like you know this is just it and as you get older we all get worse right that's you know that we get old and die so all these issues uh, were getting worse and but that seemed to be what you know happened to everybody you know and and looking around the room at the at the hockey rink you know in the dressing room you know I didn't feel overweight. I didn't I didn't like my body physique, but I didn't feel that it was, you know, I was out of place just because, you know, most of everybody else was, you know, had extra weight on. So, you know, there was not a lot of, like, because of the people around you are so sick and have so many issues that you don't feel that you're that sick and have issues, even though, like, saying looking back on it now, I'm just like, how the heck did I live that way? Yeah, you know? but totally. when everyone's got all these other issues and people your age are all going through these same things, then it just seems like par for the course. So it wasn't until, I, you know, I hit rock bottom in, you know, it was January of 2018. Um, yeah. yeah this will be two years. So my dad has, you know, has cancer. And so that was on my mind thinking like, Oh, you know, like I gotta, you know, maybe I should start to clean things up a bit. I don't want to end up like that. And then I'm on a snowmobile trip up in the woods in the, in the highlands. And this is something that I absolutely love doing. I, I spent a lot of money doing it and, and it's, you know, kind of revolved my world around it for many years. And I get stuck in a, in a drift and I couldn't get out because I wasn't in good enough shape to you know, I was huffing and puffing so badly and it just hit me. I'm like, if I'm not in good enough shape to do the things I want to do at, at 40, well, like what am I, what's my life going to be at 50? Mm-hmm. What's my life going to be at 60? And so, you know, like I, you envision that you're going to keep doing fun things for the rest of your life. But I mean, if I'm in, if I'm in early forties and I'm already getting to the point where my health issues are greatly affecting my standard of living, you know, I'm not able to do things I want to do. So I went back to the cottage that night, and, you know, out comes the ramen cokes and in goes the delicio pizza into the fridge, which is basically the way we would eat all and drink on these trips. And I'm just looking at this slice of pizza and I'm like, this is why I feel the way I feel. You know, this is like, I'm just looking at it and I was like, this is all going to change. So I went back home, told Chrissy that it's a good time. It's January. It's early January. Let's let's make some changes i'm cutting all this stuff out of my i'm going i'm not going to drink for the next couple months i'm not going to eat anything like this and i'm going to dive into and at the time i knew that keto would be effective so i for losing weight and at the time my main objective was to lose some weight and i knew that my hormones were off i knew that i because way i was gaining my weight I, you know i had man boobs and a lot of weight around my belly so i knew that you know my testosterone's low my estrogen's probably high so I'm gonna to start to dive in and do some research on how to get my hormones balanced, and of course, you know, I'm in, I'm starting to listen to a bunch of YouTube videos and podcasts on the keto space, and that's helping me a lot. I'm you know I had the the similar results that many do. You know, in the first week, you you lose seven or eight pounds. So I'm like, okay, this is great, this is awesome. You know, week two more pounds, week three, you know, so basically I did keto for about uh, a month and a half, and you know, I was losing like. I think I'd lost in a month and a half, I think I'd lost, you know, close to 20 pounds. Wow. That's great. Yeah. So that, the weight was coming off, but I still, you know, my, my eczema was still there. My acid reflux was still there. Maybe not as bad, but it was there. My, um, my asthma was still having to take puffers and things like that. And my food cravings were still there. So I was it was wrestling with it a little more than I wanted to be, you know, the fortunately it was a great time of year to be doing it because our social life had, you know, January, your life, life starts to turn down a little bit. You're not seeing as many people. So thinking back, if I would have tried to try it, that method at a different time, I might not have had the success, but because that we were able to like, just kind of, you know, we were kind of hibernating basically. And I, I wasn't around a lot of foods that would have tempted me and a lot of, and you know, there wasn't a lot around a lot of drinking or anything. So I was able to, you know and and I was seeing the results so I was and that's one thing I love about keto is that you do see results quickly and it helps motivate you so I wasn't really working out at first because I was just so out of shape and not feeling good but I did start to work out but all the podcasts I was listening and all the YouTube videos I was watching they were helping me a great deal I mean I owe all of all of our health turnarounds to you know to this medium and like the podcasts like you have here yourself and you know you were uh, one that I listened to a great deal and there's so many others that, you know, I, I was, I was listening to about six hours a day of podcasts. <laughs> wow. Um, well, you know, with the, with the uh, earbud in, unfortunately I do a work that I can, I don't necessarily have to be talking to people all the time. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of it's just email, a lot of it's online, a lot of, you know, so, or, or I'm driving. So we, we cover our large territory uh, with our other work and so it's a lot of driving. So, you know, consuming easily six, po- six hours of podcasts a day. And I went to the premium version of YouTube so I could just listen to YouTube videos without having to have any of the ads and you could, you could lock your phone and continue to listen to it. And so I was consuming a ton of information and it was helping. But what I was see, hearing, this, this carnivore thing kept popping up. And at first, like everyone, I completely dismissed it as ridiculous because, you know, married to a dietitian, and <laughs> she always made sure that like, oh, you know, because even now that we were doing keto you know, she made damn sure that there was always some green along with what everything else we were eating, you know, and to the point where we're even having green smoothies. And, you know, so we were doing the keto of that, with that keto like meat, yes, but always had to have the green smoothie, the the green on the side of the plate and everything else. So, so when, you know, the, this talk of carnivore came up, I, you know, immediately kind of dismissed it, but it was unavoidable. Like the more I was listening to more, you know, it just kept coming up more and coming more. And I, and I, so I was like, you know what, this is, this is really interesting. You know, so I started going down that out wholly even further discovered, you know, that people had been doing this for, this wasn't, even though I had just heard of it, you know, th- there would have been people that eating this way for years and either a few years at that point. Or in, and in some cases, 10 years and things. So I was like, okay, you know, what's the harm? I'm going to do it. I come home, I tell her, she tells me I'm crazy, of course. <laughs> But she also told me I was crazy when I said we should go vegan. So, you know, so I was just like, oh, you know, you know. Um, I should have listened to you that time. But this time I'm not listening to you. So I did it and she wasn't going to do it along with me. You know, mealtime did get a lot easier. So I'm just eating my steak and, you know, I'm just not eating the greens on the side. And then, but it, it became so much more than that. Like I was avoiding so many things, you know, when I think one of the powers of carnivore diet is it's virtually impossible to get seed oils in. In your diet, it's virtually impossible to get oxalates in in forms. You know, you're you're not getting sugar from all these hidden sources. You know, there's you know the keto. There's so many ways of getting. You know, there's so many keto approved foods that would still allow you to get seed oils in, still allow you to get you know much more carbs than you thought you were getting in. And forms of sugar that you didn't even realize were there. And it was always just enough carbs in my diet that kept me wanting carbs, you know? So Mm -hmm. the food cravings, you know, and we were eating the keto forms of things, you know? So when you're eating a keto treat, well, it's still signaling your body that this treat is good and that, you know, the whole treat thing is a thing that, you know, you, you want more treats and, you you know, you feel that when something happens and good, you deserve a treat and, you know, it perpetuated that. But with carnivore, I I just was eating meat and it was super simple. I was satisfied and all in it was within a week, my skin on back, of my legs was, you know, the eczema didn't go away, but this, the rawness was gone. So... If anyone's had eczema for a really long time, like decades, you get this elephant skin. The skin gets to be super thick in that area from all the scarring. And I just figured, okay, well, this is fantastic. It's not raw anymore. I'll still always have this thick, ugly elephant skin, but you know, at least I'm not raw. But as I kept going, the skin went back to totally normal. How long? How long did it take? Um, looking back, I wish I would have. Done photos to document it all. Like, mm-hmm. you know, but it, it was just, you know, I was just in amazement and like, oh, I'm just gonna keep going. Let's see what happens. But I didn't document it well enough. And I didn't even realize at the time how you know that the timeline, I'm really bad with timelines anyway. <laughs> Chrissy's agreeing. <laughs> was it weeks? Was it months? I was in it was weeks that okay. uh, that it was virtually, you know, and, and the only thing I was left with was the skin was freckly in that area. So it was just a uh, the pigment was different but the skin was felt smooth and soft. Like it was like new skin, you know, like new. it was like softer than the rest of my skin. It was like new baby skin, but it the pigment was different. It was really freckly and, and a little darker in that area. And I thought, oh, well, this is great. I'm happy with this, you know, and then it, but like I said, it just kept going and going. And eventually, you know, now it's still slightly different color, but you have to really look to see the line, you know, and I still show people this because I, I liked to kind of having that line there. Cause I can show people like, this is how big the patch was on each leg, but, You know, you can feel the skin now and it's as smooth as anything. I
0: want to take a quick break here to share with you about the dangers of taking fish oil. I know, shocking. I was somebody who took fish oil every single day for years. And then I came across a ton of research showing the dangers of consuming fish oil. I immediately found an amazing product called Pureform. Pureform is a plant-based omega And the cool thing about pure form is that it is uniquely processed with nitrogen to preserve it and make sure it does not oxidize. These essential fatty acids are cold pressed and you get the proper balance of omega-6 and omega-3 to feed your cells what it desires. We know that life begins and ends at the cell membrane. And when you have the proper fats, the building blocks for those cell membranes, all of a sudden your fat burning hormones Order a bottle or two, and you'll be amazed by how you feel after taking this just after a few days. That is purelifescience.com. Use the coupon code BEN4 to apply a $4 off coupon. That is BEN, B-E-N, and the number 4. International shipping is available. Okay, let's go back into this episode of the Keto Camp Podcast.
1: So that went away. The asthma puffers were never needed basically within three or four days you know I didn't need the asthma puffers wow the allergy medication I didn't need any I haven't for any and nothing just hasn't uh, haven't had any allergy issues the heartburn went away so you know for some people they can get heartburn when they go on carnivore because of the due to a low stomach acid issue fortunately that didn't happen to me but for me I had it before and it went away on carnivore my Kidney stones were completely gone. I haven't, haven't had one since. That my mood improved a great deal. So and, you know, so there were so many things that were starting to happen that weren't even things that I was trying to go for. You know, I mean, I was just happy that the weight was falling off, that my eczema was gone. You know, the the asthma. I was happy with that. It didn't affect me that bad because the medication worked. But I always knew that the medication wasn't great for me. So and it was expensive. And so I was you know I was happy to get rid of that the changes that, you know, I just wasn't anticipating was, you know, the mood change, you know, being able to handle stress so much more easily, you know, mm-hmm. things that would have, like situations would come up and, and either Chris would remind me or sometimes I'd remind myself like, wow, if that would have happened several months ago or, you know, you know a year ago, I would have dealt with it so differently. You know, we, we, have, we live on a lake and we have a huge amount of people that come to our house for two weeks in the summer kids and adults and, you know, it was anywhere from 14, 17 people staying here for two weeks. And in previous years, that was, I mean, I love it, but stressful, you know, you have all this going on I mean, preparing the meals every day and all this stuff. And it was very stressful this summer, just not stressful, you know, it was just like, oh, easy going. And, you know, so my mood greatly improved. I did lose 70 pounds overall. So that's wow. Uh, that was, you know, that was, that was in um, seven months that I lost the 70 pounds. And I just kind of stayed at that, didn't lose any more, Well, I, I, I continued to change my body composition. So I couldn't really record anymore. Like that's the difference I saw on the scale. But I've been, I know I lost more body fat than that. And again, and people would say, like, I don't even believe you had 70 pounds to lose, but that's, because a lot of the fat that we have to lose and that we need to lose is internal. You know, you, you, there's only so much fat right. you carry around, you know, as adipose tissue, but we have a lot of visual fat that if you've been eating, you know, the crap diet that I was eating, you know, you've got a lot of fat around your liver. You got a lot of fat, you know, internal and fat. That's the most dangerous exactly. fat. Exactly. I often hear like people say, Yeah, I, I want to lose like 10 pounds. I want to lose 15. You know, I'm just thinking to myself, like.
2: It's a good start. That's a great start. <laughs> and, you know,
1: you do that and that's good, you know, but. Knowing, full well, you know, the pounds just kept coming off me and kept coming off me and kept coming off me, even though my look, it was actually the, you know, the love handles, which was my, you know, my nemesis that I was just like working hard to get rid of. I mean, they were a long time getting off in the process. You know, there was a ton of of weight that the scale was saying that I was losing be- well before I lost the my belly and lost my love handles, you know, so all that fat that was I was losing, a lot of it was stuff that people didn't see, but that's the stuff that they're talking about when they were like, yeah, I want to lose 15, 10, 15 pound or 10 pounds. You know, it's, it's the stuff that they see, but the stuff that's inside them, which like you said, is the stuff that they need to get rid of, you know, that they're not even oftentimes including. So that's when I show people the before and after. And I don't even know if that before picture is, is good as I could have. It's just, when you are overweight, you do a really great job of avoiding the camera at all costs.
0: Oh, totally. I get
1: that. Yeah. So it, it was a, you know, that picture I had to get from a friend who was here, you know, that just snapped that and had it on their phone and I wasn't able to delete it because had it, you know, had it been on Chrissy's phone or whatever, you know, it would have been can gone. You, you know, so. can, it, was, it was hard to find a photo of to, to show a real proper before and after because, you know, I just, like I say, avoided. And, and you don't know how many things you were avoiding altogether when you're not feeling good in all the way. You know, like there's so many invitations, so many pool parties, so many. You know, you're just like, no, you know, I think I'm good. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna stay. You know, and all of a sudden, you when you feel good about yourself and you you feel you look good, you are way more open and to doing whatever's going on. And you're like, yeah, sure, mm-hmm. let's, let's go. Let's you know. So you live a better lifestyle just mentally when you feel good let alone actually getting all these health issues erased and um, so that's why you know I have to keep a a running list of these problems because they're so far from my mind now because it's just yeah. not the life that we live now you know like the work you know I it got went from a point of you know we've always had a gym in our house but to go you know there was zero motivation to go use it you know and you flip that to a that you if you don't use it every day then you you're kind of like the, the the problem became actually taking rest days, you know, like <laughs> yeah, he had the opposite problem now. <laughs> it was just like oh, you really, really shouldn't lift weights every single day, and don't try, you know. And I got an injury this summer, and uh, I've been trying to you know get that worked on, and trying to you know avoid certain things, and it's it's really hard to do because you're just your energy level is high. Yeah, you want to work out, you know, and um, so to try to slow down is actually you know as hard as it was to be to actually do something before so
0: and you know what you're right because when you're healthy you you become your your truest version of yourself your personality shines like you said you start doing more things and the opposite is true as well when you're not healthy then not only are you robbing yourself of your true personality but then those around you your wife your family you have the group that comes over they don't get your full version of yourself because you're stressed out, you're frustrated, you don't have the energy. So, I always say that being unhealthy is the most selfish thing that we can do because we're robbing ourselves and our friends and family of our true version. So, that's a perfect example right there because now your true version of yourself, your personality is shining. And a lot of those problems you had. They're pretty much gone because you're not even thinking about them anymore and there were so many when you were going through them you don't even realize you didn't even realize that you had all those problems until they're gone and now they're kind of disappearing from your life. so it's super cool share right there
1: yeah no thanks it's you know it's uh, it's been an amazing journey and we're not anti plants by any matter. I think that those who are you know healthy and just like you know I'm not anti-sugar either. I think if you have a healthy metabolism, and you are metabolically healthy then you know sugar can be completely okay for you you know but unfortunately majority of us aren't you know we're not you know in that position so for someone to say that you know a, a little bit of sugar is okay here and there well that, that that ultimately depends on where you are you know and if you are diabetic then yeah it's going to take probably pulling that sugar out altogether to get to where you need to be and if you're not healthy if you have uh, autoimmune issues Then, yeah, it's going to take pulling those plants out, maybe, and all that plant material to kind of get to where you need to be. So, it doesn't mean it's forever. It doesn't mean that um, you'll never eat plants again. It doesn't mean you'll never eat sugar again. But depending where you are, you need to go. uh, Dr. Barry often talks about it too. You know, he, he got to, you know, paleo took him so far and he felt better, but he didn't feel right yet. And, you know, and then he went keto and it got better. But he wasn't quite there yet. And then, you know, it took carnivore for him to finally get to where his issues all relieved. And that's exactly the way it was for, for us is that, you know, we did feel better on keto, but it didn't take everything away. We still had several of the symptoms. We, you know, we, we lost weight, but we still had uh, our autoimmune issues. And it wasn't until we took all the plants away. And, and I couldn't tell you to this day which of these plants were the ones doing it, but it, regardless, <laughs> Something was, and without them, we were able to heal. And could we start eating plants again today? Yeah, and very well likely we could. There has been a number of things that we have had and tried in and added in, but we've also at the point where we enjoy our lifestyle so much now that as soon as this podcast is over, that you know, the, the the charcoal grill gets fired up and there'll be a prime rib steak going on there. Nice. And that's our supper every night for lunch it's super simple we have a can of sardines ground beef and eggs and you know liver I'm doing an experiment right now with liver because we were eating fresh liver all the time and that is definitely why I recommend it but there is people that often come to me in when, when I'm talking to them and they're just like I just can't do the liver thing you know so I was okay so I'm doing 30 days of a desiccated liver for just to see the difference you know so I I would often tell them, well, if you can't do liver, just do the desiccated. And so th- I'm doing that right now. I started, I guess I'm a week and a half in or two weeks in. And um, so I'm doing that just for 30 days. And so I'm not eating any normal liver. I'm doing that to see if, the, if I feel any different from it. But um, we didn't enjoy liver either in the, the start, but we we really like it now. And we do it, you know, we before I was doing this experiment, we were doing it two to three times a week. But the sardines, I try to do every day. We've noticed a big difference in our skin from eating the sardines daily. Mm-hmm. And the steak, we have, you know, we're fortunate to live somewhere we can get grass-fed steaks just down the road at a great price. And we eat a lot of ground beef and eggs mixed together because it's just super simple. We can cook up the ground beef. Chrissy usually cooks up like four or five pounds at a time. Mm-hmm. And we just heat it up in the cast iron with some eggs for lunch. And then I say, like, they say the... the sardines and it's just super simple like and, and after what almost two years now still not sick of any of those foods and, <laughs> yeah, and
2: we've eaten other things too you know yeah. like yeah in the beginning we, we were much more bacon thing and you know yeah. chicken wings and stuff like that but that's what just what we like so yeah yeah in the
1: beginning we thought that you know we like oh okay we're going to do this carnivore thing but we've got to eat all kinds of meat to, for the variety right but as time went on, we realized we just liked it more, just keeping it super simple. Like we, we both feel the best on beef. Not that we, you know, we'll both eat bacon for sure, but we we primarily eat beef, and that's where we feel the most best. Our digestion is super clean. It's it's super, you know, we you know flat stomach all the time, and the but like say adding in the sardines was we, again got an, another level. We feel we reached another level, and that was with you know skin.
0: Well, so I want to interject because what you're, you're doing it the right way. You're having enough fat. You're having enough protein. You're having a good ratio. But you're also doing the organ meat, which is key because that helps balance out a lot of the amino acids. If you were just doing carnivore, eating a whole bunch of muscle meat every single day, you would not. both of you would not be getting the benefits that you're getting. But you're having uh, plenty of fat. And a lot of the vitamins and minerals that animals eat from plants are stored in their fat. And when you eat these fattier cuts, that's how we're getting the vitamins and the minerals, the vitamin C and everything that people say, how are you getting that on carnivore? We're eating fatty protein and you're eating healthy, grass-fed, grass-finished. So there is a right way to do this. And I'm curious, Chrissy, how did Chrissy get on board with the carnivore? Because at first she was not. So at what point did, did, you, did you say, Chrissy? So you were believing. <laughs> that was what it's happened.
2: true, yeah. So yeah, he, he did it for probably, I think three months. And the eczema thing was huge, because he had tried, like he said, everything. And, you know, they, they were huge. They were like, you know, baseball bat size. So when that went away, you know, I knew like that because he had tried so many things. So there was obviously something to this. And I had done other elimination diets before. I'd probably done th- two or th- at least two, maybe three elimination diets before this. And so Dwayne would lovin- lovingly send me, um, you know, different podcasts and, and videos that he thought that would speak to me in terms of, of carnivore. And, you know, he approached, he, he talked to me about uh, Michaela Peterson and how she had basically done... Done it as an elimination diet and how it was the most elim- extreme elimination diet that you could do. And I had done several, so I knew the benefits of elimination diet. So I said, you know what? E- What's one month? It's not going to kill me to have to not have you know that little bit of green stuff on the side of my plate, even though I loved vegetables. You know, um, a lot of people say I I can't not have my vegetables. I loved them too, um, but I figured, okay, I cannot knock it until I've tried it. So I'm gonna Commit to it for a month, but with my intentions in that time was, okay, I'm going to do it as a month as an elimination diet. I'm going to cut everything out. I'm going to do all beef, eventually add things back. But I felt so good after that first month, like literally, you know, within three months anyway, because it one month turned into three months because I just felt so good that I'd say 95% of my symptoms had gone away. So like fibromyalgia, which is supposedly an incurable illness. Right. Um, You know, brain fog. The brain fog was one of the very first things that I noticed going away, which was amazing because honestly, I felt so stupid most days you know, and I have eight years of university education and I felt like I couldn't have an intelligent conversation with people, especially not, you know, past 3 p.m. So that was awesome. And then, then I noticed the energy come back. So it did take a little bit for the, the, I, I did notice, I noticed the inflammation, like in my joints go away first, it was probably in the shoulder and the neck. Cause that's what started that, that took the longest to go away, And I still am experimenting with a couple of things. So like Dwayne said, we are primarily beef. Uh, I find that omega too much omega six in my diet, so having too much pork, uh, you know, and chicken, that definitely exacerbates my my inflammation. So I I'm a you know a, a farther step than than Dwayne. I'm a little bit more sensitive, but yeah, I, I did actually start to try to add things back after that three months, and. I just didn't feel as good. So I said, you know what? I'm just loving what I'm doing. I'm not craving for anything. For the first time in my life, because I did, you know, I loved my chocolate. I loved ice cream. I loved, you know, chips and so many things, but, and carbs, but I did not crave for it. And it was just why mess with something that's that's working and obviously that there was something in there that I was eating that was causing all this inflammation. So that being said, I have I did decide in July of this year to to try and add a couple of things back just cuz I'm just curious to see how I how I feel. And there's a couple of things I have been able to add back, but I still feel like Again, I'm not missing anything. I'm just kind of adding it back. Just mainly, you know, if we get invited out to dinner at somebody's house, I want to know, okay, I'm not going to feel awful if I have this vegetable or whatever it is that they're having because people think it's weird. (laughs) You get invited to their place and they can't just serve you.
0: (laughs) Oh, the carnivore couple is coming over. We have to have steak.
2: (laughs) But yeah, it's it's amazing.
0: Yeah, well, your results are telling. I mean... I know that you, you reached out to me initially, I think it was you, Dwayne, on Instagram, where you said you're listening to the podcast, you know, you were giving me, you know, saying good job, and I was, you know, very thankful of that. And then you told me you listened to my episode about my 40 days of carnivore. And then I said, you know, tell me a little bit more about your carnivore results. And you gave me this whole list. <laughs> Eczema gone, asthma gone, allergies gone, lost 70 pounds, number of kidney stones, and improved sleep, body composition, testosterone up, more energy, mental clarity, focus. Uh, Chrissy's fibromyalgia is gone. I'm like, hey, let's do a podcast. <laughs> because I want to I share this information to, to inspire those who are curious about this. You know, it did great for me. I did 40 days strict, level two to level three. Of carnivore, and it inspired me so much to create a whole 30-day protocol in the Keto Camp Academy, and a lot of members are starting to do it and getting results. I want to close this awesome interview out by just answering a few questions here from the Keto Camp Academy members who are watching on the live stream. So let's just uh, go these go, go through these real quick. Rosanna says, no pork chops. Well, they said they don't do well, or, or at Christy doesn't do well with more omega-6, and pork tends to have more omega-6. So you can have pork, cho- pork chops. pork so put the out of balance, anymore. right? So as long
1: as you're... You know, you, you don't want to get that ratio too high of omega six. So, you know, like I say, we, we do have bacon, we do enjoy bacon, and you know, I would not be opposed to changing it up one night and having a pork chop. But for us, we find, yeah, if we eat too much pork or chicken in, in one week, and and, and but like I say, we one of the reasons we added in the sardines as a daily thing was to help, help bump up our mm-hmm. omega three. So, it's really the ratio. You know, you can have omega sixes, but if your omega sixes become too high beyond your omega threes, that's when you know inflammation can start in. But if you're an individual that doesn't have an issue with inflammation from that, you know, then it might not be an issue. Just, yeah, I think
2: it totally depends on the person and right. And you know, we actually. So I did start off with beef in the beginning, but then I did add that I I was eating basically anything that was that's coming from an animal. Then I did have it, but I and, just didn't feel as good. So it's, I think it kind of depends on the person. You can play around with and that.
1: There's, there's a big caveat when it comes to pork too so when i'm we're generalizing and when we're talking about pork but the difference is that you know beef and lamb are ruminant animals so they're they're only eating grass whereas a pig and a chicken are a single gastric like like us humans so they can be fed anything so the the problem with pork is that you know a lot of times they're fed restaurant scraps that's kind of like one of the mo's that a lot of pork farmers will use they'll go right, around well. and pick up restaurant scraps and they'll feed them to the so what, what are in restaurant scraps well there's going to be a heck of a lot of seed oil in there from what they've cooked with there's a lot of you know so it's, it's apparently you know in 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 Hungary because I've listened to a lot of stuff from the like the paleo medicino and they do actually do a lot of pork but the pork in Europe is not high in omega-6 so it's because they're raised totally differently so it's just in North America the pork that you generally get access to is much higher in omega 6, and that can be problematic.
0: Yeah, definitely want to get a quality source, which is hard to get in, in America, but you can get it. Um, recommended portion size, which uh, should I eat? Says Echo. I'll, I'll share real quick. I think it's important to get enough protein. On carnivore, which is not difficult to do, but 40 to 50 grams at, at each meal, I, I think works best for most people. But what are, what is your intended? What do you usually get portion size wise?
1: Yeah, so our goal is always to prioritize protein because we find the fat just kind of ha- happens itself, but the protein we do prioritize to make mm-hmm. sure. So for for personally, for me, um, I try to get around around a pound a, a gram per pound of body weight for me. So, so it's, you know, so both of us are around that. So I'm around 150 grams of protein a day. Um, at that level um very satiated and at this kind of it's an easy target and I find that the fat that comes along with my steaks helps a lot we get our steaks untrimmed so we get them directly from the butcher so they have more fat on them than your average steak would from the grocery store so we don't feel we have we don't have to add a lot of fat some nights I just feel like putting some butter on my steak and some nights I don't it's just more of a preference some nights I feel that way but we don't add any, you know, we don't use a lot of extra fat. So it's just the steak that comes out that obviously the the fat that's in the sardines The we use lean ground beef. Now we used to use uh, regular, but we are using lean because we I do like to add some butter in with the, with the, uh, our ghee and with the ground beef. And,
2: um, yeah, regular is quite, quite fatty. It's, it's quite
1: yeah. fatty and you just don't know is no, you know, cause yeah. it's really up to the guy that's throwing it into the grinder and in, in the ratio and stuff. So we found the lean It's easier to... work with and we can add some things in with it so we
2: eat we pre- we do um you know time-restricted eating and and we, Not we
1: intentionally like but eat... that's just kind of happens with yeah. carnivore anyway you know.
2: we eat two meals a day we we prefer you know we've tried a couple of things we tried omad but we like to eat two meals a day and they're they're large meals so i think it also depends on on the person and what they're eating but like our steaks right. are they take up their entire yeah, they're 16 plate. they're huge yes, oh, they're 16, ounce, 16
1: 17 ounce steaks and then for lunch it's probably about anywhere from 10 to 12 ounces for lunch and then with the eggs and stuff. So, yeah. we're in a-
2: Yeah, so we try and do, for me, it's probably like a pound to a pound and a half of meat and Dwayne's like a pound and, yeah, and a half, pound a half. Yeah, it doesn't
1: go up to two very often, but probably around a pound and a half, yeah. Okay. Uh, Patricia wants to know what's the dec-
0: desiccated liver supplement that you're taking? What's the company?
1: For this, I did found the cheapest one I could find on, <laughs> on Amazon just so, because some of the, you know, cost is always an issue for a lot of the people that I work with and people assume that carnivore is expensive. We actually feel that we've lost a lot of, uh, sorry, we've actually feel like we've saved a lot of money so, by yeah. carnivore. You know, we eat out so less, like so much less and, you know, ground beef is very inexpensive eggs aren't exp- you know so we feel that we've we've saved a lot of money going this way but I did want to use just a you know I, I looked want to just thinking of if someone came to me and you know they wanted help with their diet they didn't want to spend a lot of money and they said they weren't going to eat liver this is probably the option they would go with so I'm going to try that for a month and just see and then I can say to them you know what like I tried that option what you know you really knew want to learn to like liver or maybe not we'll see but so far, I'm not, you know, seeing a huge difference, but it was, I think it's uh, it's over in the counter there.
2: We do, I've tried, I've taken it before too, and I did um, take ancestral supplements. They have a great, yeah, great liver. We live in Canada, so uh, we have to think about uh, duties. So we try and find That's right. Where... You guys
1: in the States have a lot more, you know, there's a lot of those companies are popping up now and you have access to a lot more and you have access to great, you know, delivery by mail meat and stuff like that mm. but um you know we don't have as many of those that are available in canada at the moment so anyway like i say this one here this is a tropic uh the one i got off of amazon it was tropic and like Great. i say, I just wanted to try that one because it was the least expensive and the easiest one that i felt that you know if someone cost was an issue i could uh i could refer someone to that one and you know so we'll see after the month how i feel but yeah, we'll see.
0: Uh, last question here is from Bridget, who says her husband did carnivore for two weeks and he had major disaster pants, uh, aka diarrhea, lots of stomach cramping and diarrhea. How could he have avoided this or helped him get through this detoxing phase? So any tips on that?
1: Yeah, so there's it. We find that people either it's one or the other. They either have disaster pants or they have constipation. Um, the great thing is magnesium helps with both. Um, right. It's great one of the things that could be causing the diarrhea is too much fat that is rendered. So people, some people have a lot of issue digesting rendered fats, especially because if they, you know, their stomach acid is is a little low going into um, carnivore and that's common because if you've had heartburn before, you know, the things you were prescribed like Nexium and these proton pump inhibitors, you know, have really knocked down your um, stomach acids. So you don't have, you know, so you need, there's, um, Digestive enzymes that have ox bile in them. Those really mm-hmm. help with digesting fat.
2: HCL is also important mm-hmm. too. If you
1: so bring up the stomach. So you go, your goal is to bring up your stomach acid, so that you're, you know. But so first, you know, limiting these fats. And so if you, you know, your body, if you have a lot of stored fat on it, that's fat too. So you know, you you can do this. You know, I've had to, like different times. of, have you know, what we've we've changed our ratios over time. But you know, I can get. I have to eat a little more fat now when I had a lot of body fat, you know, I didn't have to eat as much fat. You know, my body doesn't know the difference between the body, the fat that it it was on the plate or the fat, you know, if I don't give it enough fat, it's going to get that fat. That's right. If you're coming into the diet with a, with a lot of diet, with a lot of extra body fat, then you can do with a leaner version in the beginning. And that'll help, you know, like I say, it's, it's still the fat. There's still going to be fat in the meat. It's not going to be a low fat by any means. You know, you definitely, you know, the, there is a ratio where if you go below it, you won't feel good, but that's, you know, there's, it's virtually almost impossible to do, you know, unless you're just eating chicken breast, which is not, you know, something we recommend. We recommend people sticking to beef because it is the most nu- nutrient dense and it's, it's a lot easier to get that as a clean source and you're not going to get, you know, super lean cuts of beef but just having, not adding any fat with it. So not adding any rendered fat along with it. Great advice. Yeah, so there you go, it's it's have magnesium,
0: take ox bile as an option or HCL and or HCL and slow down with your fats and that should do it for if you have diarrhea and your your body will adjust, your body is adaptable and and Dwayne's right, you can get your fat from your carnivore food or from your body fat. I want to um, acknowledge both of you two for, for sharing your story. I mean, incredible, incredible story with a spectacular results. This should really inspire people to give Carnivore a go. And look, you could give carnivore a go for 30 days. Maybe you feel so good you want to go even longer. For me, I use it now as a tool in my toolbox. Like last week, for example, I did seven days. I just said, I'm gonna do seven days of carnivore this week. So I'm gonna keep doing variations of carnivore myself because I also feel great with it. But I want to encourage the Keto Camp listeners and, and on YouTube and on the podcast to go check out your Instagram, which is at our infinite health and then let us know about your your new podcast and then where are other places to check out some of your work
1: Well first of all I want to thank you for having us on and your work is 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 like I say uh, it's been instrumental in my journey so I really appreciate what you've done and all the time you know I think you put out more podcasts than anybody else you know you you do three a week I think it's uh, we just thank you. decided to do a podcast and so I have a new real appreciation for this whole three a week thing. Like we're trying to do one a week and, and it's, uh, it's, so doing three a week, you know, that's good for you. And you've had amazing guests and you've done a great job. So I thank you for that. Thank so, you. Yeah, we, and you're one of the ones who inspired us to like say the, the podcast had been so influential for me in my journey that we thought like, you know, this is a great way for us to kind of get out some of the knowledge that we've learned and, and have some of these guests on again, because I you mean, know, I've listened to, guests on people's shows multiple different times, but the different information comes out when they're interviewed by someone different, you know, and you, you get all these nuggets and plus they're, everyone in this space is evolving a uh, daily, you know, we're, we're all learning more and more. So, you know, listening to an interview for someone a year ago could be, you know, slightly different or quite a bit different today, you know, cause we're all learning so much as we go. So, so we're really, you know, we're we're excited to launch this podcast. We just got the two episodes up so far, which is, you know, Christy's story and my story, which you you know you heard today. Maybe a little little more in depth there, but soon we're going to have some some uh, guests on, and Ben would love to have you on, and you know, mm-hmm. let's more. do it. And uh, and uh, yeah, and then we just have our Instagram. That's where we're most active,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and Christy does. Uh, all the posts there uh, but if you if you message you'll end up talking to me i do yeah. the answering She does. <laughs> <Got that. it. laughs> great teamwork
2: and <laughs> uh, we have a website too which has more resources on there too kind of specific um other podcasts we recommend tons of research as well uh and then a page of if anyone's interested and we get asked a lot about things that we like so we have a list of all of our um products and things that we use too so that's uh it's just our OurInfiniteHealth.com. And that's what our podcast is too called. It's called Our Infinite Health.
0: There you go. I love it. It's, just, it's the same brand all across the board. We'll put all the, the links and the resources down below. So if you're listening here on the podcast, everything's in the notes. So go check them out. Go let them know. I encourage you listening on your phone right now to take a screenshot and let us know on Instagram that you're listening right now. So tag them over at... at our infinite health and then tag me at the Benazadi and post it on as a post on your stories tag us and we'll share it and let us know that you're listening and then share this episode with a friend maybe you could inspire somebody who wants to do carnivore or somebody who's thinking about doing carnivore or they're doing carnivore share it with them and uh Duane and chrissy thank you again i am uh, grateful for your amazing share today i appreciate it i know the keto campers appreciate it and congrats on your new podcast and all the cool things that you're going to be doing in the future Thank you very much.
2: Thank you. Thanks for having us.
0: I hope you enjoyed that discussion with Chrissy and Dwayne Schofield. If you're inspired to learn more about the carnivore diet, I recently released a video on my YouTube channel and a podcast episode On My 40 day experience about carnivore. So we will put both those links, the video and the podcast that I did on my carnivore experience. Go check that out in the notes of this podcast. We're also going to put all the resources that we discussed, their podcast, Christian Dwayne's podcast, their Instagram page, and everything that you want to discover from this conversation down in the notes of this podcast, courtesy of Rachel. So go check that out And text this episode to a friend, maybe somebody who's doing carnivore, thinking about doing carnivore, and they want to learn more about it. This might inspire them to give it a go. So text it to somebody you know. It might make a big difference for them. I also want to remind you to leave the Keto Camp podcast a rating and review on Apple Podcast. Just a reminder of the Keto Camp membership where you can get access to videos, a private Facebook group, exclusive live stream Q&A with me, downloadables, a monthly newsletter with keto biohacks, and so much more. You can get access to all of this for just a monthly payment, one monthly payment of $5. Cancel anytime. Head to startketocamp.com to get access to this immediately. We'll also put a link in the notes, startketocamp.com. Well, thank you for listening to the entire episode of the Keto Camp Podcast. If you wanna watch the video version of this interview, you could head to youtube.com slash ketocamp and you could check that out. You'll hear me on the next episode.